Internets. It's your boy, the evil genius Claudel. And it's Hip Hop Matters. Or I'm sorry, the movement presents Hip Hop Matters. My man, uh, the Axeman Bake, isn't here today. And neither is the man that does a little something from time to time, Mr. Ron Scott. Today we're joined by the lovely and beautiful NY New York. How you doing, baby? Oh, you know, highly, mo- highly motivated and truly blessed. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. You feeling in? You feeling all right? Well, you know, always. You know, I had uh, a lot of travels, and I finally came back home last week. My body was feeling it, but I'm back and better than ever, you know. That's what's up. Uh, who was the uh, last battle you went to? I seen you was on Facebook. You was at, like, a battle or something. Um, you was one of the very last one. Okay, yeah. no problem. We can get into that later. But the very last event that I went to was um, Bullpen Battle League. Uh, they had a two-day had two-day event. Their Fade 2016 card, which was in the, the best card of the year so far, and I've been to ten battles this year. Best battle of the year so far, whole card. Um, and then their next day was their Kills Confirmed Two, which is their tryout card. It's like their version of the PGs almost. Uh-huh. Uh Popping both days. Like. Well, explain to people what the PGs are. Okay. Well, let me explain to people what um, Battle Rap has evolved into first, because you can't get into the PGs without talking about the vets. Okay. Um, URL started in New York City um, off of Smack DVDs long, long, long time ago. Uh, Smack did things. Uh, Ron Scott knows exactly what I'm talking about, because he was a part of the Smack DVD era. He has some of them. Uh, just He was very involved with getting light shine on the MCs in New York City. Okay. Fabulous Cameron, Fat Joe, Pun. There's probably not an MC that came up or came around that Smack probably didn't really work with when it came to him having the Smack DVDs and having that other outlet for hip-hop artists, rap artists in New York when it comes to being in the 90s, early 2000s. It was very popular. Um, URL derived from that, from the battle rap culture. He was also involved with that. And he took it from the streets to the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been evolving over the years, but over the last, like, five, six, it's really been booming all over the place. There's so many leagues and battle rappers now. It's it's, it's, it's crazy. You know right. what I'm saying? It's, it's not a New York thing. It's not a Cali thing. It's not a Midwest thing. It's from here to the U.K., Thing. It's in Canada. It's in Australia. It's I, thing. I did. I, I did. I seen that on um, on YouTube, man. I was watching these Europeans or these dudes from over there in freaking uh, France and stuff, and they yeah. was murdering it. it was all like, you gotta do is be willing to listen to their dialect, and you can hear it too. Like, but when I say battle rap is everywhere, when I hashtag battle rap is everywhere, it's because it really is. So um, from that, of course, derived the people that has always been doing it, to the people that's been in it from when it was on the street corners, or those who got into it when it started hitting main stages from Grind Time, uh, Fight Club. um, There's a few few others that were in the forefront. Queen of the Ring. But in the forefront before that, like in battle rap. But Queen of the Ring also, uh, as far as female battle rap goes, solidified the females in battle rap culture. Yes, they have. Now, why do you think that? Why do you think that... Why do you think they have a queen in the ring and, and you don't see a lot of female male battle rap? I, I, I mean, you see it, um, but when you, when I go to these, when I see them, you know what I mean, see these leagues and everything, it's normally like a female against another female. Do you think Do you think there should be levels to it? Do you think that, that 
I mean, it just depends on what you're watching because I think coming up, if I'm not mistaken, Black Ice Cartel, it's a Brooklyn out of Brooklyn. Uh, I'm trying to get y'all familiar. That's why I always talk, uh, post about it. Um, Black Ice Cartel has a battle, and I'm gonna, I want to say it's this weekend. Is it on the 30th? I'm not sure. Don't tag, hold me to that. But I think DNA is facing C3, and C3 is a female battle rapper. Uh-huh. Uh, C3 just faced Tay Rock on Queen of the Dot earlier mm. this year. Mm. I mean, so there. Oh, oh yeah. With that face, Ooh. yes, B. Oh, like I would have bit. I would have. I would have Tyson him if I was her, B, because he was just. Was it? Was it man, bad? it was. You know, I, I don't. You know, I'm. You know, I'm. I, I'm consider myself special so i hate when people talk to me a certain type of way so i f- almost feel like i understand yeah of course it can be more cross battling bonnie, bonnie godiva battled who is she going up against pat stay was it on kotd mm. i believe so so it, it does happen but if you're not all the way in you're going to miss it when it happens because so, it's not as frequent as you would see the female on female or the male on male battles even dna and k-shine had a two-on-two against two females at Queen of the Ring. Uh, who was it? Well, I thought it was just like Fire and Nice Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, it, but hold on, no disrespect. It was fire, but, you know, it, it does happen. But if you're not, you know what I'm saying? If yeah, you're going really, yeah, you, you, to miss it because it's not frequent. So should there be more? It, it, I'm, I'm 50-50 with it because I feel like, you know, sometimes... Uh, men don't take the opportunity to really bar a female. They use a lot of disrespect uh, to get at them. And it's, it's battle but, but, rap. But it's that's battle the, it's rap. battle rap, However, though. However, but, okay. but I feel like there's better bars you can give her besides bitch every three. No, 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 no. No, go ahead. Oh, uh, we allowed to oh, cuss okay. here. That's oh, okay. what we, yeah, we, we, we okay, sit around well, talk music and cuss a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's other things you can say rather than bitch and dyke. I feel like it's gonna, it waters down your performance when I have to keep hearing it 17 times. If you don't right. constantly call okay, men, if saying. you don't constantly call a men a faggot and a cornball during your rounds when you talk to them, then why do you keep calling a female a bitch and a dyke during her rounds? That means you're taking but, away from your rounds. But let me, let me explain that because I can understand that from a male's point of view. You see, like, women, women, when they trying to hurt a dude, they dig deep. They dig deep. You know what I'm saying? They got, they dig deep, man. They trying to hurt a man's heart. And once that happens, with, with the man, man, fuck you, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's all they got left. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, hey, like I said, but that, but that, and just for me, because I've been a fan of the culture before it was this main stage type of thing. Right, I fell off from it, but, I, you know what I mean? like I rejuvenated your life on it. See, that's, what, see, that's what she loves battle rap is all about. <laughs> um, you gotta make other people love it as much as you do. You gotta yeah, make, you know, bring I, you back I, I to the get bars. Back into, I, it's been a while. I remember, um, I remember Daylight versus Forty Bars. I thought it was a really good. I thought it was a really good battle, man. Because even though Forty Bars like dog Daylight, I felt like Daylight had the bars. I felt like this, it was more his style. You know what I mean? And then. But just blew it for me, man. You don't pull your dick out in the middle of the, the battle rap. It was just like uh, he's been known to do that. <clears throat> does he even battle rap he, anymore? Yes, he does. And he listen, and he's coming back to the URL stage mm. for Born Legacy Three, which and he'll be on the day two card. Yes, he'll his it is his comeback to URL. Mm. So I understand what you say. And listen, when it comes to his antics, I'm not a fan neither. No. Because I know, because no, I'm being mean, a fan, he don't. Ha- I feel like you don't gotta do that. But I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the antics because that makes him him. But there's. I just... feel like I feel like he's more talented to that, and I feel like when you do stuff like 
pull your ass out on stage, yeah. pull your penis out on stage, and you know what I'm saying? Like you, you kind of you, you taking away from you got shock value, and I I totally get it. It's, mm-hmm. I'm not, I cannot knock it. It obviously has worked greatly. He has not stopped battle rapping. Uh, this battle right now that he's about to take on URL is not his first we, battle. We talking rap. about him? Absolutely. Um, I seen him against JC in um Detroit at uh Ill Will's the Mike Murders. But see, that's why I won't go see him, man. Like I'm going to go see a battle rap, and I don't need a penis swinging in no, my face. No, he like, listen. There was no antics, B. Word. There, there was no antics. He he just bat. Who else did he battle? He got. I'm telling you, he's he has gotten his. I think he feels like he got his notoriety off of that. He just wants. You know what I'm saying? He wants to reclaim and some sense solidify that he is still that nigga. That you know what I'm saying? That dude. He is. I mean, I felt him. I, like I, like I said, I, I was digging him on that until, uh, he, until he pulled the penis. Until out. he pulled the penis out. But <laughs> however, but here's my thing. Here's 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 what here's what's up. Now, if he'd have did that, because I can remember Big Daddy Kane like doing a freestyle. He rapping da 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 da, and he drops the mic. You know what I mean? Then he goes, he picks it up, he dusts it off. Then he was like, I could even drop the microphone, still keep. You know what I mean? We're right, right back. It was hard as hell, man. It was like part of the routine. I guess I don't know what the fuck, but it was hard. However, he just pulled his dick out, and that was like the end. Like there was no bars out. You know what I'm saying? Like what you do after that. So I, I feel like if you gonna pull your dick out, like that can't be the that should have happened. Right? You should have rapped about how she fucking was on it last night and twisted and flipped it and spent it. You know what I mean? Like you should have put the dick in the routine. I guess you know what I mean? Since like it, since it was there already, right? Right. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like but he was, like I said, that was that was for shock value. Shock value ends at the shock. Even even Ooh, even if he would have like said something that. after that on some real life sh- shit, you would have talked about him pulling it. It would it would still end it for you, regardless. When he pulled his dick out, you was not gonna be ready to see his penis be. Nothing he could have said, <laughs> said would have changed that for you. But that is that. true. That is true because he said, "I'm going to pull my." He basically was like, "Yo, I'm gonna pull my penis out." No, everybody was like, "Come on, man!" He was like, "You think I won't do it?" Bam, penis out. You know what I mean? You don't pull your penis out in the middle of a two-story gym. I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> I agree. But like I said he's not seeing him against JC. It was all bars, and okay. it was it was crazy how he set up he set up his second round prepared for JC to talk about him pulling his ass out and shitting mm-hmm. on stage. Well, you gotta figure. And his, listen, and his whole entire round was about shit. B, mm-hmm. do you hear me? Huh? The entire round he. Flipped it, turns it around, how you shit, ain't shit, be shit, wanna shit. The whole second round, if you get an opportunity, it should be on rapgrid.com. You shouldn't have to pay for it no more, but it's JC versus Daylight on the um, Mike Murders TV card. It, it was in Pontiac. Mm-hmm. So, was it Pontiac? Yeah, it was in Pontiac, and it happened like April 30th. He did the whole second round about shit. Do you... Wait, wait, wait. It was like, like a two like, and a half, like a two minute, two and a half minute like, round. Like, wait, wait. What do you mean? Like about not shit or like, like, like. All liter- type, liter- literally, figuratively, wait, like argumentatively. Vi- because like JC talked to, because remember when he pulled his ass out? Did you ever see the battle where he shit on stage? When he pulled his ass out and shit, was on the shit on stage? <laughs> yes. Okay, so JC had mentioned it, which you know what I'm saying? People, that's like, in battle rap, you, you have to have. The man, the, the motherfucker did shit on stage though. Okay, right. So when he, so here's what I'm saying. He preemptively. Wrote an entire round. Wait, wait, wait. To rebuttal JC's line, when he was going, whenever he was going to use that line, he wrote a whole round to rebuttal that nigga did one he, line. Did he him. even rap that round? Didn't he just come out like take a shit 
And then everybody was like, what the fuck? Like, did he even rap? He didn't even rap, did he? Listen. Then he just come out, take a shit on stage, and just stand there? I'm trying to talk, I'm talking about New Day Light. No, no, I feel you, but I just want to clue the audience in because we talking about a man shit on stage or the battle rap. This is what I need you to do. If you want to know what I am, this is where you need to go. So you feel a New Day Light? Not, not, it's not even a new one. It's just that he left that bullshit no, alone. That's new daylight. He that's left the bullshit alone, B. That's, look, look, that's yeah, new daylight. daylight. The daylight that finally right. seen some daylight because I, I was like, yo, you yeah, would be, right. you, you would be tight because he is tight. He is tight. He, he is. is tight. I mean, I, daylight got some bars, man. They come out, they're funny. They, you know, what I mean, he kind of got that attitude. He got that, uh, that spawn. Tattoo on his face, so I think it's not really the spawn tattoo, but if you, you, there's an interview where he explains it, um, what he says is the reason that he had gotten that tattoo was because he was high as fuck. No, no, he, he was high got, as no, fuck. He got into no. a life or death incident. He was in the, he, what? Was, he was in the hospital, he was having high. out of he body, was, he was he in was the hospital, a, high off morphine, having an out of body experience. <laughs> and what he visualized, he thought he sent people actually attacking and hitting him, like punching him down, punching so him down, punching him once down. Once again, you're describing somebody high off a of Demerol. That doesn't mean that they're high off a of Demerol. Just because you have an out of body experience <laughs> after you almost die doesn't mean you're high off a of Demerol. No, I'm just saying though. Most people, I'm saying, most I'm people about, project outward. They I, don't project. I, he projected that. You're, you know what I mean? Most project. Most people project outwards. I want to give. I want to. I just had a life or death experience, so I want to experience it all. I want to put yeah, myself so, out there. So, he, so, so he has, and he has. Put himself out there. It may not be in the way that we see fit or acceptable, but he definitely, uh, but he has definitely put himself all the way out there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you, uh, my thing is, if you're gonna tattoo your face, you gotta make something of yourself now. And after he that, def- and he definitely you know what I'm has. saying? And that's what I'm saying. He's there. Like I know him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I listen to him. I think he's dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm kind of glad he finally cut out the antics. I like to see some, but I like to see the antics incorporated in the routine. Right. I just don't want him to come out, take like, a shit on stage, and leave it at that. Like. like Right, like, ha, I just took a shit on stage. Well, where your bars at, nigga? Like, rap about, like, so, basically, he knew uh dude was going to come out. He 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 prepared. I, I, you would have to prepare for someone talking about some bullshit you did like that to you. So, when I say that a whole round was prepared, a whole second round was prepared just to a... It was fi- and, and it was fire. Because that, that's the type of daylight. Listen, trust me. I had before I got there. I had never seen him live before. That's why um, I'm not. Gonna, I'm starting my blogs now because I wanted to see a lot of people live before I ever sat down behind a computer screen mm-hmm. or just uh, uh, was judgmental. I feel like it's different on camera. You know what I'm saying? You know how we individually know each other. It's, somebody else can read it's completely different from a camera. You can't feel the, You can't feel the energy. So when I got to see him live, it was it was worth it. So what was it? Do you think do you think people travel now though to hear daylight rap? Or do they want do they want something to happen? Well, well you know well, that what? That would be that would be a little bit of the same thing. Really? Yeah, if they want to see the some people like this. Is he, it do basically you, is he daylight what? without the antics? Yeah, because you got people that know him before all the extra shit. So you got the you have fans like me that have watched him before he ever pulled his dick out. Right. That have watched him way before he ever got. A, you know what I'm saying? And and know that literally he's fire. So I wouldn't if he would play this. If he would have pulled that bullshit when I seen him live, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be having this conversation. Because I would have been I would have been uh, left with my biased opinion of his style and how he's gonna go forward. Like if he he utilized those tactics to get where he at. 
success. And now he's getting back to these bars in my eyes. I'm not saying he's never going to pull another antic, but like you said, I would rather him incorporate the antic than be a joke. Right. You know what I'm saying? So as long as he's going to do that, I don't care what you do, Daylight. Give me every Kami Kami bar. Talk to me about Dragon Ball Z and, mm. and Samurai Black, and mm. then get back to the other bars. So what that Compton and how you was raised. Give me all. Mm. I want. Yep. I want all of that. I want the silly, goofy, Preach. funny character. Preach. I want all of that in, in, my, in my battle rapper. You know what I'm saying? That's See, why I'm trying to open back up to him because I seen that live that he wasn't really on no shit second round, <laughs> second round. Punch. But that's another thing. I don't think he wrote that just for JC. No, I think he was. He was. I think he had. I think he had it prepared because he knew somebody was going to come out and be like, "People have you over. Took this shit pe- on stage. People have over and over and over again talked about right. that. But that's what happens. It's like you see it on your regular daily basis being on social network. You say something, you don't live up to it. People gonna hold it against you. So, you do something crazy, people gonna hold it over your head. Like right, some things right. last forever. When it's on camera, it's forever. Well, people are fickle anyway. You know, what I mean, back in the day, we was calling. Chloe too big and now we're calling her too skinny and it's just I like, was never calling Chloe nothing I said Chloe is beautiful I think she, she was always the prettiest uh, one anyway if she Lamar looked, wasn't on that you know I'd be like hey <laughs> Chloe I got a podcast baby <laughs> uh, go this is get what I can real do for you <laughs> but uh, you think um, you think Murder Mook is still number one I never thought murder. <clears throat> no, come on come now. On. Now, come on. These feelings about murder mook have uh-huh. nothing to do with the movement okay. or the podcast broadcast. This is oh, is this about battle. to go down? Oh yeah. Oh, let me. Oh, yeah. Um, um, what is about to be said does not reflect the opinions of the movement three hundred four or hip hop matters. This is all New York. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> or as as the people in the battle rap culture know me, she loves battle rap. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's she just make loves. this clear. Now, repeat. I want you to repeat that question, so I can go right into it. Okay, let me repeat it, Miss New York. Do you think that Murder Mook is still number one? I never thought that Murder Mook was number one. Mm. Please further elaborate. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I believe that Murder Mook is legendary and he has legendary status and he earned it. Okay. I believe at one point in time he was someone's number one battle rapper, but he was never my favorite battle mine. rapper. And 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 I understand exactly why he was your favorite battle rapper. I'm not taking nothing away from what he used to do. You know where I'm about to go. <laughs> I'm not mad that he is definitely part of the backbone of the culture, one of the first faces of the culture that really put the put battle rap. He made battle rap a household name to the people of the hip hop culture well, that he wanted was that real, real raw what, talent. What and he, gave he had it. that New York, that he, New York he, man, and then the, and shit, then he, the what was the the one that broke out was um, him against uh, my man with the big lips in the shoe store. The light skinned dude, uh, oh man. Come on, Sirius Jones? No. No. Sirius still at it? He needs to stop. <laughs> Let's get he... back to Murder Mook and what I was okay, talking about. Okay. Let's just, let me clear, uh-huh. get ahead and get to that because, like I said, I'll never take away from no one's legendary status, but you can't be the greatest right now if you ain't doing it right now. I don't care how great you are. That is true. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan is not the greatest. He's not the greatest right now. He may be the greatest overall player in people's minds, and that may never change. But it's not make him the greatest basketball player alive right now. Right. Well, he's no, not doing it because he's not doing it right now. Okay. So I put Murder Mook in that category. Yeah, I agree with you. You can't be number one when you're not dropping at least four or five battles a year, holding your reign. If you that, ch- even in wrestling, people all oh, battle rappers like wrestling now. Well, if it was like wrestling, then you would have the what was that? What's the 
the championships that come in like I don't January, fucking February. No, jump off a roof belt and then they got like kick kick a dude in the face belt. Yeah, and but, they got burn a nigga live belt. Okay, and if you had all those three belts and if uh-huh. you felt like you're if you were still the best, then whoever wanted you, you would ask for a reasonable amount of a reasonable amount of money to take those belts if you knew you would win it. If you felt you were still the greatest of right now. But being that you're asking for a hundred k and then you want back money off of views and you gotta have this much to do that, it's kind of crazy. You like it's almost like you saying f the culture. It's about the money to you. It's not. It's not about the fact that you got fans and you're and you are still their number one battle rapper and you haven't given no battle rap since Loaded Lux. And that win don't really Loaded count. Loaded Lux. That's but that what it win, was. But there that, you go. It was but Lux. that win don't really count because it's Lux. It was one or the other was going to win. Well, that, I didn't. And Lux. And why I didn't even like the battle, but nonetheless. It happened. I didn't understand that. Like that was a rematch from a battle that had happened like what five years prior. It just, it just, it. it, it, it what was Lux doing up until that point? You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't, you barely heard Lux. No, but see, you know, see, that's not true though, because Lux behind the scenes in battle rap on leagues, making music and all huh. that type of stuff relevant in the culture to the way people mimic and gimmick him as far as him being a personality of the culture. There's things that Lux says that's still repeated in battle raps today. The oh, stuff, no. The stuff that he do, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he play a bigger part, but he is more relevant. Unless you're talking about when is Murder Mook going to battle, how is Murder Mook relevant to battle rap? I'll wait. If we're not, if we're not going, if we're not taking away nothing from his legendary status, right. we're not, we're not saying that he's not, he wasn't the illest, none of that. I'm, all respect due. But if we're not talking about him, when is he going to battle and how much he's going to get paid to battle? Are we talking about Murder Mook and battle rap? I'll wait. Just somebody mm. else tell me if if you if you hear it, tell me. If it's not those two topics, what is it? You, I guess you're right because. What right. have you heard? You don't gotta guess, play guessing games. We can be shooting it straight. You, that's what you hear about, and that's your favorite battle rapper. What a shit! No, I didn't say that's my favorite battle mm. rapper. Oh. I said, I said, <laughs> I thought he was number one. You know what I'm saying? I thought yeah, he was no. number one. But you're right. You're right. If you ain't put yourself out there, I think part of being the champion is defending that belt. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You, like I said, even if you, if people are going to say that you are still the greatest, I'm not gonna take nothing away from that. You can be the greatest. But not right now. You're not the greatest right now. Right. And and I think you solidified yourself as the greatest, but you haven't solidified yourself as the greatest of all time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and you, you ain't put you, it down yet. And people keep talking about you like you relevant, but you're not doing nothing for battle rap culture besides holding it up. You got people that have been waiting to see you battle now for three, four years again. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like You got part- new battle rap fans that can only see you if you're doing interviews, giving battle rap tutorials, or if you're on stage at an event. Like you got fans that never seen you live, Mook. Do you realize that you're a, you're you're a great? You're still alive. You're still young. You still re- you still relevant in the culture, regardless of how I feel uh-huh. about when your greatness was or not. You're still very relevant as far as when you're going to battle again. Well, I think Why he wants to make real music. Work? I think he wants to come out and kind of focus on making. What a- the guy do with taking a battle? If that's the case, then why are you asking for over a hundred k, a hundred k, and better for battles then? If that's what you really want to do. Well. Well, think about it this. Well, think about it like this, okay? I know. Go ahead. Okay, well, <laughs> just, uh, hear me out. I am. I'm, I'm trying to give my man the benefit of the doubt, and I'm just posing it from a different point of view. I'm champion. I am champion. Now, maybe he's kind of raising the game and raising the bar. And listen, man, 
even if I get beat, the next champion got to get paid a hundred, at least a hundred G's before he even battles. And even if he gets beat, the next one. So if I'm going to make a stand, but I'm gonna make my stand out a hundred. But you want to talk about that in boxing where you have sponsors, cables, and all other stuff that's going to be able to pay that person. He knows for one, for for instance, for for URL uh-huh. to make money off of. Offered an event, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to pay one person a hundred thousand. I'm not gonna say URL. Excuse me, that's in my business. I ain't running. I don't know about these pockets or nothing. You know what I'm saying? For any battle league, mm-hmm. if you have to give one artist a hundred thousand dollars, one artist a hundred k to take a battle, you automatically are spending a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars, probably hundred and twenty five thousand dollars, depending on who you getting on that card. And that's well, not that even for true. that's not for your and and since he's been in it from the time that it was outside on the street corners, I feel like is he he's being outrageous. You're okay. being outlandish to say, "Hey, Smack, if you want me K? to take this battle, I need a hundred k." Let's just leave it at that. I need a hundred k, and then I know you still got to pay for the venue. I know you still got to do that. I know you got still. How pay. much is he bringing in though? And we're not. Gonna, we much, can't. We but can't. But how much? You, how much you want to charge somebody if you got to pay one person hundred k? Think about that. Well, how much are you gonna charge one Ooh, fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One fan to uh-huh. recoup. How can you even recoup? So how that? much is how much is an average ticket? It right depends. Now. It depends on which league you're going to. Um, any league. What's, go, the, what's the what's the top league? Is K K O uh, what is it? K L T D. Is that what it is? Did I just say it? Did I fuck it up? No, nah, KLT, that's King of the Die. That's how the Canada. Is that, is, is that the number one? Is that that's pay per view, right? No, um, that's once you go pay per view. Come listen, on, man! Once you go pay per view. Hold, hold on, there's the, if that's the case, then Bullpen has pay per views. Mike okay. Murders had pay per views. Okay. URL got pay per views. Well, then you would have to pick at least start from there. That would be the, your top the, dog. The, so the, if you the had top, to, the top, top, the top league, I would when say it comes to it, battle rap is URL. You okay? Okay, but that's from a fan. No, no, that's, that's not from the fan point of view. It's 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 about listen. Even the battlers. Feel I don't like, know you listen, URL. Listen, listen. Well, you, pause. Okay. If okay, if you know Mook, you know URL because with, he was the first brand face of the brand. But you know see, what I'm I didn't know that. I, didn't, I knew Mook. I didn't know the brand. Well, I, I knew KOTD because uh, because of the marketing. Because M M put a lot of a lot of money behind that marketing. When Joe Button, I don't know what the fuck he was doing when he was. Talking to the audience like if y'all don't if y'all don't agree with me I'm gonna I'm gonna just stop rapping like come on man you're in the battle rap you can't do that Joe and you th- th- all right finish back your statement the yeah back 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 you to are, the you are not from a fan's perspective who's the top, who's the top? Um, if we're gonna talk between KOTD and URL if we're talking about from fan mm-hmm. battler and perception perspective mm-hmm. then it would be URL because okay. battlers from everywhere. Besides the ones that are loyal to KOTD, that are KOTD battlers, feel like if they don't make it to URL, they ain't make it. Not if they didn't make it to Don't Flop. Not if they didn't make it to KOTD. If you don't make it to URL, then you haven't made it. So it's not really about, you know, it's about everything else. But if everyone has to get to this, and that's the epitome, if that's the final stage, then that would have to be the number one uh, well, league. I think, and this is just an idea, but I really think that if they all unified, they will do a lot better. Not you, not unify as one, but if you unify like this, in the case of, um, let's say UFC, you know what I'm saying? You gotta show what you what you got in Strike Force. You gotta show what you got in Pride. There's other avenues to where you go and you showcase your skills. You know what I mean? Before you hit UFC, I think Battle Rap would benefit from something like that, having two sort of like lower preliminary 
leagues, you know what I mean? Listen, there's like the minor leagues, like you playing up in here, you bowing. There's leagues. That's what the PGs is about because that's where you no, got no, 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 no. There's there's two hundred leagues and only ten people that I'm that I'm willing to listen to out of two hundred leagues. That's because, home, that's because you have not listened to those other no. leagues. No, 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 no. I'm trying to tell you something that you don't know. Okay, stop like, me. There was okay. For instance, you wouldn't think that you would go down south and find some h- hardcore, top-notch battle rappers. I would. I lived in Atlanta, so I know better. Okay, so when I went to Atlanta and seen people from North Carolina, mm-hmm. people from Virginia, people mm-hmm. from Florida, mm-hmm. it wasn't. I didn't hear none of that twang. I didn't hear none of that. All I heard was bars. And so right now you got people that's building those platforms like John John bullpen as John John uh, uh, Will and Chris Petty, they got the bullpen situation down there popping. Their league, their main event cards is popping, and the people that's coming that's uh, coming for their new their uh, the people that's winning their tryouts, their new pen, their new mm-hmm. bullpen uh, league people. Where are they located? Um, Atlanta, Georgia. That's where they do most of their battles out of so far. That's where they're located. But um. It's just great to see it because you do have the opportunity to grow. I felt like battle rap had a huge spark about it about a year or two ago. Right, actually, I felt like they had a huge spark right around that that um, KOTD time and and uh, the, you know I keep calling it the Joe Button incident, but I felt like they had I felt like they had so much momentum right there that they needed a battle rap artist right there to come out. Boom! This is what we do. Just drop, not drop a, not drop a, a commercial hit, but drop like a, like a uh, battle rap kind of like CD with some sort of substance to it. Not just, you know what I'm saying? Did like, you watch, with, did you watch the last season of UFF on BET? No, I didn't get a chance. That was all um, URL people. Did you watch the BET? It, well, awards? it wasn't on, about did you URL. Watch the B- Hold on, but did you watch the BET awards when you had DNA, K. Sean, T. Rex, and people on stage? Who what, was the who performing? was the chick? Who was the chick with Murder Mook? Murder Mook was at the end and oh. murdered it. But are you talking about the one with Murder Mook ended it. Matter of fact, well, hold on. The BT Wars, right? Wait, wait, wait. That was that would have been 2014. Um, uh, hip hop awards. Wait. Yeah, this one? Yes, yes it is. Hey. Hey, hey. Yes, mur- it is. No, 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 that's, that's murder. Um, Why? <laughs> I, was being, I was trying to be funny. What? <laughs> I was just shouting her. Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. You got to hear my line of this. Wait. When he was like, last year I was back there. But the year before that I was right there. Now I'm up here. I'm doing pretty good for myself. So shit, like, it was tight. You know what I'm talking about? No? You listening? Listen. Right. Ooh. Mm. Mm. What? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Come on, man. <laughs> it went nuts for that one. Yeah, 
Come on, man. You hate on Mook? Who? Nigga, I don't have to be hating because I don't feel that shit. Why? 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 Why do you feel like I go to extremes? Why somebody got to be hating because they ain't feeling some shit? I ain't got to be hating because I don't like that shit, B. I can just not be feeling that shit. I'm not feeling that shit, nigga. All right, so if you had to tell the people about, just just to end the subject real quick, you want to let the people know where to go. Who they who they looking for this year? You know what I mean? Okay, who, first, who, who you looking for this okay, year? Okay, first, so the first person y'all need to be looking for is She Loves Battle Rap. You can go to www.shelovesbattlerap.com. Mm-hmm. Check out some of my pieces I have there. Make mm-hmm. sure you go and follow me on Twitter at She Love Battle Rap. Um, and she Loves Battle Rap on Instagram, Miss New York One on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on every stage I'm gonna be on because I'm gonna be like Arsenal. Like once again, I'm here in another nigga stage and another nigga stage up in who another won, nigga face. Who who won that fight? That that a battle? Uh, Cassidy or Ars, Arsenal? <sighs> Come on now. Come on, be real. Nah, who I won ain't that? on it. I ain't on it. Yeah, go ahead. No, who, who I, I don't it? do industry. I don't. I don't That's not... do industry battles. I, I don't, don't either. I, I don't even do those. I don't do. I I, 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 I feel like those. I feel like you got a deal. You got to rap against a dude with a deal. Point blank, period. Because I feel like at least, and I don't even think people can help it, but I think at least 10% of the crowd's like, oh my goodness, that's Cassidy. Like, you know what I mean? So you automatically get a, like a little boost before you even spit. Plus, but, but I think Cassidy won that because his style was so slow that people didn't think that they can, he, can, <laughs> he can do it like Arsenal can do it. You know what I mean? So when he busted it out, motherfuckers was like, oh shit, this shock. motherfucker can spit more than two Sh- words a minute. Shock value. <laughs> right? But it, but it but came out of nowhere and I'm it was mad. tight. It I'm was mad, tight. See, that's why this is a difference. Battle rap and rapping is two different things. And Cassidy went in there knew, acting like he knew that. Mm-hmm. He didn't go in there acting like he was about to go perform a track. That is, he acted that's like right. He prepared for the situation. And sometimes you can find people that can't. But Cass was a battle rapper. He knew better. Okay, right. And he let all of that go and he became mainstream. And when he stepped back, he didn't go in there as I'm a hustler, Cassidy. Mm-hmm. He came in there as Cassidy, who's battle rapping. He knew not to come in there thinking he can go Hollywood. You can't be Hollywood. And you can be Hollywood in battle rap if you that nigga right now. Ooh. You can't be Hollywood in battle rap if you're not that nigga six months from now. Right. You have to, you have to, there's a time and a place for your shining. Like, so Cassidy, everyone, no one doubted that Cassidy was going to do that, but no one knew that Arsenal was going to take it quite like that. What do you mean? What did he do? What did Arsenal do? What no, I didn't say he did nothing. I mean, take the he way he took that L. That's what I, that's what I mean by take. Arsenal that. took the L for the for the audience that don't know. Uh, <laughs> Cass is rapping like Cass the first round. You know, rapping is normal like one to two words per 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 minute. Like <laughs> you know, picked it up in the last like forty seconds. Yeah, and then out of nowhere in the second round. He took Arsenal style, and Arsenal has a very distinct style. Man, he has a very a very rapid fire, very uh, boom, 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 in your face style. You know what I'm saying? And for Cass to do that, like you ain't, he wasn't rapping that fast when I'm a hustler. He wasn't, rap, he wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't rapping that fast. He, out of nowhere, he he bust Arsenal in the face with his own style. Because he, because he knew, he knows that it was going, it's, it's going to take more than what everyone's used to. Yeah, like you said, people are going to have that awe. Oh, that's Cassidy. But if Cassidy don't come and deliver. That's going right. to be a horrible L for Cassidy. Well, come to third round, all- Arsenal couldn't do shit. It was like, you can't. <laughs> he just hit me with my own. He just smacked me in the face with my own fist. Now I can't even use my fist anymore, you know? So that's for the people that That's why like. it's not always good to go second. <sighs> that's why you... Because, okay, and before we get on, just a little bit off a topic, but I feel like there's a blessing and a curse to going first or second in battle rap. Because if you go first... Then you don't really get to rebuttal. That person that you're going against gets to rebuttal everything you say every time. 
They can incorporate something right off the top of the head, which the fan is going to appreciate as long as it's fire. The fans going to appreciate it's going to probably immediately get you a crowd reaction because they realizing that, hey, oh, he's reacting right now to what he said. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but that's, that's and why back you have to the, a second and third round, though. But the person that's going after goes second uh, has all three rounds. You, you understand? And they're going last. And they're finishing. Do you understand that? Okay. It's, it's It's different. It's not like you're doing a verse, a hook, a verse, a hook, a verse. No. You're doing three verses, no hooks. The hook is the other person talking. Okay. So if you're going first, that person gets three full verses. You only get two. You only get two verses. We talking about on the rebuttal. You only get two verses to come back. Mm. You don't get the, the the first diss track. You don't get. They get the first <laughs> diss track. Or for you. Right. You you you. But people like DNA, he capable of doing stuff like that. I watched him do it with Chef Trez. He flipped and went first. Had the had the right to call it and still went first. Okay. And, and but that takes understanding that I'm set all my bars are so set up that regardless of what you say and what you rebuttal, mm -hmm. it makes no difference. I can go first and still rebuttal you in my two and three and be good. Everybody can't. That's see, what I'm saying. Right. See, people don't understand there's a little bit of strategy in there. No, no. There's a lot of strategy of strategy and preparation when it comes to battle rap. If oh, people think goodness. that people are jumping on that stage and getting those checks because they up there, my name is Tisha. I like cornbread. And no, <laughs> ain't nobody doing that. You know what I'm saying? You got double entendres. You got uh, crazy word. Right. You got mad schemes I, and right, setups. Right. Like stuff that, okay, Foreshadowing, all that, all that good poetry shit, which we, which, which you know, no, we'll get into later. We can do that. We can we do that. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So they got, they got all, all the, all the, all the um, language dynamics and everything, plus the strategy behind it. I like, I like when a dude just comes and just like, you know what I'm saying? Like the dude's over there looking stupid. He's sweating. You know what I'm saying? He like, man, did he try to come back at it? Oh, I love, and, I, just, I like, and sometimes it's just not enough. This is, this is other things that happen in battle rap too, where the other person is not getting smoked, uh, but it just wasn't enough. Like the other person's bars, popping, schemes, great, quotables, mm -hmm. there. But the other person was just like on another level with right. all of that. So sometimes you, someone like, how can you go? How can someone beat you three zero? But it's not a body because that person can take three rounds from you without you dying on stage. Yeah. If you, if that person was, if y'all, if he was just that much better than you to where you didn't win, sometimes that's what it is. Now, if he got on stage and you up there beyond the lights, Eminem with the bullshit, knees weak, arms are heavy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a different story. But I'm saying it, it's all about perception and what you prepare for. And battle rap, that I'm, Charlie Clips is such a disappointment. I'm not even gonna talk about that. Yeah, I see. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. We're gonna take this break. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you watch some of this rum. Oh, shout out to URL for this uh, unfinished business two card that went down July 9th, and rum nitty. For proving me right this year, this year 2016, this this summer, uh, one of my summer tours for my battle raps. Mm. You know, I've been on seven in the last two. You were supposed to, months. I was supposed to go. Like, what's? I mean, you know, you and when I when I be rest to go, you got to be rest to go. Hey, too. you don't tell me when you rest. To you go. don't be seeing me posting. I'm about to leave. I've been locked out my Facebook for like three <laughs> weeks. What you talking about? Well, I will let you know I, me. I don't tweet shit. Well, I'm just gonna let you I don't, know. I don't Insta Grizzam nothing because you know anything that got to do with the grams, you know the cops is watching. So I don't mess with none of that. Like, no, that's not what I know. Yeah, I feel you. Like I, I need a social media manager. I got you. I do that for a couple people right now. A couple. Yeah, you don't see how many times I change change the brand and I'm still successful. Brand. 
We were talking about this. Uh, we were talking about this a long time ago, uh, and this is a, a quick question. But are labels signing artists now? Artists, <sighs> like true artists. Um, this is going to be a long discussion. Oh yeah. Is, what is a true artist to you? Because right Let now, me, hold on. Mm-hmm. Right now, a artist, someone can be signed that's very popular. That's not that talented, uh, or Sign someone that. <clears throat> Lil Yachty. Just saying. Lil so, B. Uh, don't uh, shoot me, Lil B. You know, uh, but it's a reality. So, you know, are they signing artists? No. They they are going for the most popular talent, and they're giving most of them 360 deals. They're not even giving them a real opportunity to be signed and get a, even have their money like that. Or they're paying for all the stuff out of there thinking that it's all good or, or that it's, these expenses are all free right. when they're really getting taxed. So so let me let me... Let me explain to people what the 360 deal is. Like the 360 deal is like uh, it's the main. It's what the labels are offering people today. It used to be that, and once again, this is like uh, '90s era, early '90s when you got the regular deal. You, the artists would get normally around like 12 percent. Um, so that made that means the label made around 87. Now, and this is just this is just an average, okay? So on average, they would get about 12%. Uh, so that means if they sold $500,000 worth of CDs, they would have to spend about 50000 in marketing and promotion. And that's just a low example. Honestly. You know what I'm saying? So 12% out of 500000 Basically, the artist would take around $10,000 out of $500,000. And that was the old deal. Um, but most kept the money from the shows, performing, performing, uh, lucrative deals on the side, whatever that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so mixtapes, features, right, yeah. right. And out of that five hundred thousand, they would have to pay back, you know, whatever the label paid for promoting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I pushed your, I marketed you over in Cali. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, well nowadays artists have the ability to kind of do that themselves. You know what I mean? Like we can go on YouTube and that's a marketing. We can go on uh, Divine and Twitch and Hangout and all these other places and we can do the things that the labels um, used to do for us. However, now they have the 360 deals, which means now I'm I'm not signing you as an artist, I'm signing you as a brand. You know what I mean? And now if you take your brand and and you want to box the cover of a fucking Wheaties, let me get some of that cereal money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you put out new shoes, let me get, get some, some of that, that shoes money, money because I, I'm the label and I made you who you are. No, when, I, when, when in reality, that's the lie because these labels won't pick you up unless you already have, have your momentum. own buzz. Right. You have to have a certain amount of likes, fans, followers, pl- replays in right. order for them to say, I'm going to give you a deal. When in reality, if you could just take all your money and reinvest it into yourself while you may not get all the looks you want off top real motherfuckers is gonna play your shit real motherfuckers is gonna spin your music you're gonna get the looks that you need it just sucks that you have people like Bobby Schmurter even though I don't think he's one of the most talented artists uh-huh. at all but the fact that he was he, about a week ago when he was free then about a week ago when he was in jail and <laughs> he's just and he's in a bad situation cause he was a kid and he thought being signed was worth it. When in reality, your song, B, could have made you a millionaire off of that one, one song. song. But you want what? But but you but on top of that, it's hard to get on Film. radio. And 
Believe me, and hear me out on this, radio still plays a very huge, huge part in marketing. You're absolutely you need right, but there's to be, different, but there's different radio, radio. There's different radio outlets now. There's satellite radio, there's internet radio. But but you have to but you have to basically almost be on the label. I mean, you're it's right. it's, you, it's hard. You're absolutely right. Or or you or, right. or cuz if you're not on the label, you got to wait for that little hour between 1 and 2 when the DJ's allowed to play a little bit of his own shit. You know what I'm I saying? Out of a fucking 24-hour damn day. I feel you. We're going to fit you in hope that somebody's listening to you between 2:30 and 3. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you need to label on that sense. But however, if I go out and I'm doing fucking footwork, and I got and I got a uh, Lucky Charm sponsoring me, or if I got Chanel, or if I mm-hmm. got um, Henny, whatever sponsoring me, that should be my like money. Like back in the day when Little Kim and I'm had Iceberg <clears throat> and all of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Bad right. boy and all. It wasn't fucking. Ooh, they, oh, I'm sorry. We can curse. We wasn't fucking raping them. You know what I'm saying? You knew that these people was getting these sponsorships and these deals. It they, opened they up was their raping. eyes. It they opened. was getting them on the, the CD sales. That's, that's what they was that's, doing. But that's because CD sold. You If you pop <laughs> 500 million CD, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people can't even t- do that these days. Right. Oh, man. That's how you know. Coming close. Mm. We, we, that's, a, that's a huge conversation. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. With the, in the days of the internet, we can't we can't sell CDs anymore. Yeah, it changed the game. Um, there's a million different ways now to get your favorite song. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to the club. It's not listening to your favorite DJ. It's not buying the CD. It's I can go to iTunes. I can go. I can go to any Frostwire. I can go to YouTube. I can do anything else besides buy your music. Like, that's the reality. I can do anything to get your music besides go buy your record. Yeah, but what people really don't know is, as far as your sales on the CD, like, um, as far as your take from money coming back, you might have made five to seven cents per CD. Listen, and and that's why I say it's better to be independent, but we also know that's a tough road because... There's things that being on there's things wait, that can wait, happen. Wait, wait, wait! I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's really not a. I mean, that's a tough road. But you're. I think people compare it to label money. You know what I'm saying? Boom! I got this advance right now. I got five hundred here. But here it is. If I do this independently, I make it fifty thousand. Fifty thousand to me is still hood rich. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, that's still money. You know? Right, and I, I I understand that. I don't see it as an obstacle. You know what I'm saying? But that's why you have people that are very talented and that have their own buzz that will give their buzz over to a label just to have the label behind them. Because like you were saying before, there's certain looks and certain advantages that you get when you are signed by a label. So like I said, it's a blessing and the curse both ways. Because while you have to invest into yourself fully when you're an independent artist, you get everything back on the back end. When you invest into yourself as an artist and then give away your brand... You give away your, you know what I'm saying, your your image is someone else's, your sound is someone else's, your albums are someone else's until you're done paying them for what you've been doing. Like, But they can help you in certain ways. It's just which way are you going to decide to go? What, what is it worth for you? You know what I'm saying? What is, is it more worth to be signed to a label and have that notoriety, which is very important to a lot of people? Or would you rather create your know what you're capable of Take your brand to whatever level it is. If you're getting looks from labels and they want to sign you, then you know you're doing something right. Well, yeah. I mean, you take somebody like, I think Tech Nine's the highest um, selling, or or I know he's he's bringing in the highest gross income for being independent with uh, is it odd music. I think. I think. 
I think it's all music. We'll, yeah. You can Google that. Yeah, do that shit because we could do that nowadays. Man. Remember when we had to call our internet? <laughs> no, remember when you really had to go to the library to do research? Right. Do you remember when you had to go to the hey, when hey. you had to have when you everyone I know has owes libraries money right now. Right. The libraries right. are the richest people because I know I got books I never returned. <laughs> hey, hey, you remember the card catalog? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the most listen. But see but see it's stuff like that oh, that on the low, just off topic real quick, that I definitely try to teach my son. Mm-hmm. Because there's gonna be a, th- I, I, you know, not maybe not in my time. But there'll be a time when none of this ish is gonna work. Yeah, yeah. And if you yeah. don't, if if you're, and if you are only used to finding your knowledge at the tip of your fingers, it's gonna be something to have to go to the library. Not Preach. for certain generations like us and maybe some of the earlier '90s babies, but you get to these 2000 kids. By the time they was three, they was on a tablet. Mm. Reading yeah. their books, going yeah. like never flip yeah. the page, just reading their book, oh. like swiping their fingers. So it's just it's a different thing. My daughter, my daughter doesn't read books. She reads off. She reads and she reads like you know. What I mean, that's her thing. She reads, and she reads it off her phone, and that's so weird to me. Like that shit hurts my eyes. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I like, can't stare at the screen that well. Like, Even when I'm typing or doing a blog or something, sometimes I have to step back. Right. But sometimes my my blog is a thousand words and then I want to bring it down but I have to you know what I'm saying I can't even sit there and for three hours and visualize the screen without blinking hard wanting to put right. on shades like where's your blog at oh if you go to www.shelovesbatterrap.com or 15 minutes of fame that's f15 mofe.com you'll find some of my work there too okay all right that's what I'm talking about yeah I mean I, I was just at the library the other day but I was using computers so but see even the library evolved you feel me they knew that people are not coming and touching their books so they had to incorporate something to make sure that people still came they had to still offer you a way to attain the knowledge in your way that you wanted you know I'm saying very few people go to the to go to the library for the book but some people do because they must everything everything they want some people sorry some teachers or professors cite things and in places you probably won't find on the internet, you know what I'm saying. So especially in small areas like this, in, in the Ohio, sorry, not, yeah, in the Ohio Valley area, you have people that are from here that want people to do that footwork still, but that's going to go out the window too because those people are going to phase out. You know what I'm saying? As far as their age, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I mean, it's different. It it's is. Just, it, it's and, it's and, not bad. It's not bad all the way. No, because we got I, it all at our, at our at our fingertips. That's the bad thing. You know, what I'm you saying? think you have it all at your fingertips. Right. You think it's a. That's not real. That's You're, not, that's not you real. See, see, here's the thing though. Uh, like my aunt, she's a black historian around here. You know, um, Janice Raheem. Mm-hmm, she, mm-hmm. she was, she's a. You know, I mean, she, that's her thing. That's mm-hmm. what she do. You know, and uh, so I, I've had a lot of opportunities to read the books you know what i mean um my daughter's grandfather has a uh what was it when when the little was that jack uh, uh tom sawyer with the little dude was like riding down the river with the with the with the mm-hmm. black dude you know what i mean right is that what that was yes tom what? sawyer no it wasn't no, or it wasn't. was it uh huckleberry finn huckleberry finn it was one of them motherfuckers I think it was Huckleberry Finn. I'm gonna Google that right now. I don't know. That was just—it's just weird for any grown ass man to be floating down the river with a little white dude. I mean, Bye, Felicia. Like they, you know, like that—that that ain't happening now. He's <laughs> like, Bye, you, know, Felicia. Like, you know, Michael Clark Duncan riding down the damn river with motherfucking Macaulay Culkin. That shit ain't happening. You know it's not. <laughs> Unless you Michael Jackson. But we—that's yeah, no, right. No, let me stop. Let me stop. 
However, for people who don't know, Michael's my boy. Don't look at me like that. Mm. Greatest of all time. Fuck Elvis. But... <laughs> Um, we already know Elvis' is propaganda. Oh, thank you. Anyway, thank you. Don't get me started. Don't get me. Don't get me. No, don't thank get me started. You. Thank you. Thank you. I can go for it. Wait, wait. Let me finish. Let me finish my thought, though. Okay. Um, for people who don't know, whichever book it is, Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn, whatever, which whatever. Um, in the original yeah, books, the Mark Twain. One of like them, man. They, well, they call him what? Black. By, it was by call, Mark Twain. Yeah, right. And they called a dude Black Joe in the in the book. Well, the, in the original in the original book, they don't call him Black Joe. They call they call him uh, Nigger Joe. Yes. You know what I mean? They changed it. Yeah, and they changed that after the '60s. You know what I mean? When they started to kind of like lighten up slavery and lighten up segregation mm-hmm. and like, you know what I mean? Which is cool. I understand it. That is that is that's cool. You know what I mean? I agree with it. Like, I mean, I, I agree with it, but I don't agree with it. I think once you create art, art is art, whether you call them. But see, that's the way. That's okay, and this just branches off into something else. That's how you change history. There you go. If it's not, there you go. Oh man. Yeah, let's but not let's not get into it. Come but, on now, but, you no, no, fuck that. Somewhere. But fuck that. Can I take saying. you somewhere? Take me. Let me. Let me. So I'm having this argument with this dude, right? And, and he he's a little older. Calling him Engine Joe, right? Uh, what? Engine Joe. List of Tom Sawyer characters. No, that was a that was a different that was a different okay, one. Okay, so it wasn't the adventures of um, Tom Sawyer then that you're talking about. Uh, it, uh, was it Engine Joe? It might have been. It was something, but in the original books they called him. I put, I got Black oh, Black Joe Mark Twain. They called him. I'm gonna look that up too because you know Google got it. Right, but that's the thing. Google might not. What if Google don't got it? What if right. I bring you Google this book not. and it say it and you can't find that shit on Google because you're not? Because what you're gonna find is a thousand websites for Black Joe before you even can think about the before they even pop up the one for. Right, I got something for everybody. And that's just education. I mean, we I, we I, just you know, you know I what I mean because we try not dictionary. to wait. We try not to sling around the N word over here. You know what I mean? But this no, is I'm just for educational purposes. You know we just got to. I'm reading this from, you know, this is at my fingertips. Okay. At your finger. You're right. You, so. That um, was, that was, you about to pull up something from something. section 107.63AB of the card catalog. Of and Urban Dictionary. Of, of, uh, of uh, shelf three, of row four. A five, right? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. We sold nineteen ninety three with it. We can run it back <laughs> and make a whole new scheme with it. Mm, okay. Let me hear it. It says, "Excuse me." And, and I apologize for anybody who might be offended, but I mean, it's this, educational purposes. So I mean, nigger, and part of the discussion is to be offended. I'm sorry. That's yeah, I mean, yeah. As know. long as it provokes emotion and thought. Yeah, and we ain't got no ties on here. We can say what the fuck we want. We just just be our nice. opinion. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Nigger Joe used to describe homeless black men around major metropolitan cities. Black, homeless, dirty, worthless, smelly. And this is in from August um, August 10th, 2010. And this is on the UrbanDictionary.com. It has 102 likes and 14 dislikes. So know what the world you're living in, people. Mm. Well, like I said, mm. I, I, I don't, I don't want to have to go all the way back to those books from damn near, dec- you know what I'm saying, centuries ago, hundreds of years ago, 10 years ago, 20 oh, years ago. Oh, my goodness. This is right now. I'm going to, I'm going to, this is right now. So. I'm going to bust it out to you. I, I'm going to get a chance to read, um, uh, the Mandingo series. Oh, my. And, <laughs> I mean, it's not, you know what I'm saying. I, I, I mean, but Be I ready. like to read, this Be is ready. what I do. Have you read it? Be ready. Have you read it? Yeah. Because. I, I, I stopped. I, I stopped. Did you? I, I got too emotional. 
Really? Yeah. Is it like that? I'm, I'm a visual thinker, so at some point, we're both, you when know, your we're mind, both creative people. right? So when your mind goes, I, I couldn't, I, I just, I was like, nah, I'm good. I, so really? I, I haven't watched. Yeah, I don't watch no slave movies. I don't do none of that. Really? I, I, yeah, cause, I mean, no, I don't. I wait, really so don't. wait, we want a hip hop podcast, and I, and, I, and this is kind of cool, man. We gotta get got into a totally off the wall subject, but I feel like, you, I feel like those need to be read. I, and let me explain because oh, once yeah, they, again, they do need to be. I just felt like I got to I, I got so in depth with the reading that I was feeling a lot more. Was, it was changing how I was looking at different people. Be <laughs> that's it, like that's it, like no one sits with a white friend and watches Roots. Like we just don't do that, and you know what I mean. And I, I was getting I was too in, I was very in depth with it. I was I was feeling it on another level. Like I almost feel like I, I was reincarnated from those times. Be like I lived in those times, and I felt I took it personally. Right. And, and when I watch certain stuff and hear certain stuff, I take it personally. Like I'm not as offended as the, by the N word as some white people are, because I don't give that word power over me. So it, it doesn't bother me. It, it is disrespectful to me, but I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna cry and lose my mind and be upset because a stranger calls me a word that's defined by some white man in a dictionary. I'm cool. Okay. I'm not. I'm not I'm not moved by that, so it's just, it, I go deeper. Well, no, in that. and that, well, so when you read and you have to really reflect on every, when you get a chance to reflect on what people was really going through. You can really see it from different perspectives, and you doing your own research about your true self and where you're from, and you see how they've taken us out of history books, denied us our kingdoms, denied us our our royalty. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, then go back and well, diminish. Hold on, and then go back and diminish how they used to speak about us to lighten what it looks like now when someone picks up a book. Not keeping mm -hmm. it real about what history really was, because if we, as long as it's not there and they're not reading it, it's not true. You know what I'm saying? This is why you have some um, kids of any nationality or background descent that end up going to college and and flipping the script and mm -hmm. being on some whole other ish. Because by the time they get there, all that boo boo kitty ish is gone from high school. It's no more Columbus saved the ocean blue and and this is when they found the world wasn't flat ish. It's over for that. Like it's. Right. It's to the reality. You get to really know your history and everyone else's. It's no. It's no longer a secret unless you're unless you seek that knowledge when you're younger. You're not gonna know until right. you expand. And 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 to further expand on that, um, the oh, well, well, first let me explain what the Mandingo is mm -hmm. for people who don't know what we're right. talking about. Mandingo is a series. It was part of the, um, I believe, the, it's Falcon Falconhurst yes. Falconhurst series. Yeah. There's Mandingo. Um, and then there's another Mandingo, and then it turns into what they call the Falconhurst series. It was done by Paul Talbert. The original books actually happened um, uh, pre-segregation in, in those times and everything. So the original books actually reflected. When you read them, you know what I'm saying? They you actually reflect. Feel it. And this is for the people who don't know. Mm. It, before pre-segregation, uh, art was done different. And when I say art, I mean how shit was written. You go, you can go into the newspapers and see the N word. You fuck it. You can go into the to newspapers and see three niggers da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like three that niggers, was three niggers found hound in the park right, naked. One nigger found that, in a ditch that, dead. Right, and that yeah. was that's that how, was that's, part of the norm. That was part of uh, that was life. Right, and so um, pre segregation when they wrote these books, uh, it's it's written in a way to where there's no there's no there's no ties to the tongue. You know what I mean? Right, and it's and so niggas it's is whack. Niggas and it, you know what I'm saying? But I think that that reflects the time that it was in a way that it's it's an actual reflection. It's not an interpretation. You're right. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. We're not getting it third party. 
and I like that. You know what I mean? I know, and, and Paul Toppers, I'm not, I'm not even sure what freaking race he is, but it's you got to really go back and look at your books and your history pre pre uh, segregation and post segregation. Because um, you'll, you'll find the same book read completely different. Yeah. So, it'll make it seem like it's lighter than what it was, and it's everyone wants to tell you to get over it. You only want to get over it because you don't know the history behind it. Right, and and because it's not like those books. Here's here's the thing. It's not like those books from pre segregation don't don't exist any longer. They're still here. If you look for them, you will find them and be able to read right. it yourself. But no one wants to hunt and dig for that. And I understand. Well, somebody from this conversation, I guarantee one person out here is going to go look I up Falconhurst. So. And I really, or the Falconhurst series and the Mendigo series, I, I really hope y'all do because it's a good book. It, it it's, but there's it's gonna, no time stop. It's going to take you. It's going to take you. Right. It is. It's, it's a really, you, and it's, you know, it's about Look, a family. Real, who this, is, this is really. Mm, mm. And then you really get to see. And and I, I've had the opportunities to not only read. Well, I'm going to get to read that. But I, I get an opportunity to being at my aunt's the uh, historian around the Ohio Valley area. I get to I get a chance to read journals. I get a chance to see pictures that were taken. And you know, what I mean, like my 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 grandmother was one of the first black teachers around this area. Amazing. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you, man, I just heard of my grandpa's old school was hell. He ran a little, little gambling. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Look at everybody. You know what I'm saying? He had a little strap on the side. Like, come on in, brother. Let's play some cards. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got old heads telling me about that. That's kind of cool. My dad was freaking crazy. You know what I'm saying? I, he done, done a lot of shit that I can't even say on his damn radio. But they were in, Nonetheless, they were innovators. Huh? All but, that being the right. case, they were innovators. Right, and then you know, there's you know how our our this little town is. There's yeah. families; they all got history, and it, it, they're connected to somehow. Right. But really, go back, do your research. I mean, if you really want to get into it, don't look that shit up on the internet. Go get a book that's actually written from that time, yeah. and then compare it to what's on the internet, and and, realize, and, and then realize that real eyes see real lies. Mm, oh, that's all I want y'all mm, to do. Mm, I don't want to do. I want to mm, do nothing. Wait, wait, can I hear that again? One more time. One more time. <laughs> one more. And then we, and when you do that, uh-huh. realize, realize that that real eyes, real eyes, that's see, see, real lies, real lies, the <laughs> see. I like it. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Dog. You're that's so crazy about it. You're so crazy. Because I don't want us to. I don't want nobody to uh, hear, hear this part and feel like it's about. You know what I mean? What I'm just saying. Always seek your nah, own. Not always seek your own knowledge. But just know that I'm aware. Yeah. I, I can't. I'm not gonna speak there for everybody else. I'm aware, and so I live like I see oh, beyond man. myself. That's but all. I, I, you know, and I love my mom for this. She always buys my my daughter, like uh, African American written books and stuff about other African Americans um, that aren't famous, but actually did some shit that you people should know about. Like, so I appreciate her for that, and my daughter reads them and everything. But and you know, I mean, she's mixed, you know, so. I think she needs to know that size. So I, yeah, I got a little little mulatto running around. Yeah, I do too. My son is Italian and black. He Italian. Yeah, he Italian. Well, Italian, Irish, and black. Yeah. Italian, Irish, and, and black. black. Yeah, for a long, long time. For a long time, I had a thing for the vanilla persuasion in life. Oh, I ain't what? date. I ain't date a chocolate man until I was nineteen and a half. Shout out to shout out to my ex, Neville George Smith. <laughs> Don't you can't be spitting my man's government. Yes, I can. Uh, I, sure, I, I sure can. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll go on my IG while we record. You can. 
You can't you can't spit this because motherfuckers gonna be looking them up on the nah, gram. You can't. You like, don't worry, but you ain't gonna find them on the gram by none of that. <laughs> don't you even go back? Go ahead, and look them up if you want to. Find some, go ahead, go ahead, look them up. Oh, you ain't gonna get nowhere. <laughs> Shoot, I'm still around. <laughs> what you gonna do anyway? You gonna be upset? They no, gonna be like, look, I heard listen, Night Mike Jones. Hey, Night, I'm good, B. Believe me, I'm good, B. All way, all day, every day. Seven Eleven with the BS, B. Yeah, learn your history, though, people. Learn I mean, that, and, I, and I'm learn glad we can finally have that. Learn your history. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we went left fast. I'm glad. I'm just saying. I'm glad we could at least have a conversation for people. Who, I mean, I, you know, it's really good too because people don't know. When I say when people tell me Elvis, and they tell I got a I got a boy who tells me that Elvis is the king, and I try to explain to him that and this is what i mean about history written different no but what is he the king of no let me finish my thought let me finish what's his title just say it before you go the king of rock and roll now go the king go 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 okay. go okay okay so you got elvis right mm -hmm. and let's just take a hundred percent of americans right a hundred percent of americans right mm -hmm. so you chop that down and let's just say whites are Roughly, what sixty percent? Seven? I think they're seventy, sixty-seven. Let's just let's just make a number up. Let's just say sixty-five. Because like, they, they, they like because everyone else was right. Because everyone else, no, everyone else was a minority. Are oh, you right? To an extent. Well, so that would make them around like forty-five, fifty, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Let's just say fifty. Let's let's take take, take half. half. Take half. Oh, take half. Let's just take half. The black right? delegation gives you half. Takes you half, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you take that minorities didn't listen to freaking Elvis, so that's fifty percent already gone, right? Mm -hmm. And matter of fact, let's even give him 30% of that back, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's give him, so there's 20% now of the population that don't listen to Elvis, right? Mm -hmm. How can you be considered the king when I can give you Michael Jackson, who you take 50, you take that 50%, they listening to him. You take the 10% of, of uh, Mexicans, the 10% of Italians, the 10% of whatever, you say, until you get your next 50%, they all listening to him. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me motherfucking Elvis is the goddamn king. Yeah. When Elvis, when I can also show you that Little Richard not only outperformed Elvis, outperformed Elvis, but was also shot down so many times from not performing just to put an Elvis on there. You know what I'm saying? Little Richard had it popping. Little Richard was listened to by whites, blacks, all the Little Richard was popping at the time. They and, created, and they created Elvis. Right. And then, if you really go back into the history, when when uh, the kids was listening to Little Richard CDs, the moms and dads, who oh, don't be listening to that? Mm -hmm. It was black music, and it wasn't black music. It was rock and roll, just the same as freaking Elvis but was. But they weren't going to give us a, a lane in rock and roll. You have to understand. Oh, no, no, no! Don't say give us a lane because listen, if listen. you really, I know music title, history. Title, if you really want to go back in the, the wait, if you want to go back into history, no, if you want to go back into rock and roll, the first actual rock and roll platinum album was written by a black man and I'm sorry I, I'm sorry his name escaped me however you can find his interview on the comeback jazz show what I who I always shout out because that's what got me podcasting but um you can always go you can go and check him out I forgot his name but uh he actually wrote the first platinum rock and roll song plus rock and roll came out of blue uh, blues jazz da, da 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 which was predominantly a black thing the first rock and rollers were predominantly black. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't considered 
rock and roll until it was I'm sorry and let me take that back the first rock and rollers weren't black they were white but their songs were written by black men absolutely so when I so this is this when I said that I meant exactly this when the perception of rock and roll was forefronted to America and mm-hmm. the music stations out the outlets upon that it wasn't given to you as black music because you know because it was it was separated such as you know so when rock and roll was out and they had started coming with these huge rock and roll bands you really never seen Mm -hmm. except for uh who was it they had a whole band who oh he got sing the song oh sing the song i can't it's, it's escaping me oh my goodness psychedelic funk what am i talking about oh um p funk um George Clinton, right? George Clinton and the Funkadelic. That's the, Funkadel- that's the Funkadel- closest thing you can say from from my time, me growing up. Uh-huh. To me, that was rock and roll, and it was a black band, right? Black people. Well, no. And no. But from me, what I okay. watched, I'm an '80s baby. I was born. Me 80, too. I was born '84. I'm saying, me but what, what I watched as far as what I consider, but I consider rock and roll. That mm-hmm. was rock and roll to me until it turned into heavy metal. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. if it started to phase the us MTV out, era. It, it started to phase us out of what originally yeah. was derived from us, and but it phased us out as far as I mean, like they won't give us that lane because they phased us out of that lane and it became theirs. This is a music history lesson for people. Telly, we give it to you. But what people, a lot of people, really don't know about MTV. MTV would killed the DJ. <laughs> they not only killed the DJ, but they were the ones that pumped Aerosmith. Guns and Roses, mm-hmm. and I, and and this is no shot to them because I like Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I li- great music. Is, I, li- I like great Guns performers. and Roses. I like all that loving and love the And then um, uh, p- people like Red Hot Chili Peppers, which you can distinctly hear a hip hop vibe in there. Yeah, you hear it. Like, California, here we come. That is my shit, and I've never been to Cali. My sister no, I'm lived. I'm sorry, my, mine's was. Give it away, give, give it, it away, away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away. That was what? What? When they had what that Simpson, when they had that Simpson episode, oh, well, that Simpson episode. Uh, when they, oh, when when Bart, when Bart, oh, and they performed at the thing. Oh my God! Give it away, give it away. That was my joint too. Love, uh, it. still love it to this day. What's uh, but but you can distinctly hear a hip hop vibe in it. Right. But you know, MTV later came with MTV raps. Yo, MTV raps. Which was groundbreaking because at the on, at the time, and I and I was I'm a little just a tad bit older than you, but um, at the video time, music box before that. Uh, no, that was a new, that was a New York thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But see, I didn't. Ha- I, yeah. We didn't have that in Atlanta. Had, I, I know there, there was, was little outlets. things like that, but you had to like. They Search. popped up three o'clock, three a.m. in the morning. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you ain't we, never lie. You ain't yeah. never lie. Right, Craig. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they have, but so, but, so I'm I'm really keen to the whole rock and roll vibe. I actually like '80s rock and roll. You know, it doesn't bother me as much as people try to act like it bothers them, and it can't bother you if you're an '80s baby because you grew up on on everything on all that because everything. there was no predominant was, predominant music. Yeah. Oh, make sure y'all tune in for part two of uh, the movement presents hip hop matters, the How Valley's one and only hip hop based podcast. We got more coming. Make sure you log on to Facebook. Check it out. Download it. Like it. Share it. Retweet it. Do what you can. But most importantly, listen, comment, and discuss.